Logan listeners, subscribers, viewers, followers, and all the people who just randomly stumbled us on us by accident. Please stick around. You're going to have fun. <laughs> With you as always, I'm Top Toast. And I am your co-host, Annie. Welcome to the Odo's Toast podcast. And with us in the virtual studio is our good friend, Charlie G. How are you doing tonight, Charlie? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Welcome, Charlie. So excited to have you. Thanks for your patience with us. I feel like we've abused Charlie the last <laughs> couple of weeks. Yeah, I was actually just saying because apparently some of our uh, listeners already know our schedule sometimes before I do. And I said, yeah, unfortunately, we couldn't record with charlie when we originally scheduled because i was uh you know on a desert island a jungle island i don't know but i was out of the country i thought you'd be able to record though and you know use the wi-fi there but it just wasn't no that wi-fi kept dropping on me you know jungle wi-fi and all (laughs) um and then whoever's like you know munching on chips like let's not do that right now Not sure what the background noise is. Unfortunately, you know, we're having enough trouble with this. We're just going to have to push through it. <laughs> but so what What I said coming into this was, yes, um, unfortunately, we, we had planned to record with Charlie a week earlier. Um, we weren't going to let him go for sure. But it did kind of surreptitiously, is that even the right word? I don't know. Serendipitously. That's the word I'm looking Serendipitously. for. Serendipitously. Work out because I was able to record on a different day when I got back on the mainland and it happened to be the day after the foot party for you. And I think, you know, we would have missed the the energy of doing that. And thankfully, yeah, Charlie yeah, because very... if we didn't, if we didn't, I would have been probably I would have been able to think more about what I wanted to reveal and what I didn't. And I probably would have kept some of that to myself, to be honest. Well, you know, that is to our, uh, to our viewers, um, great benefit. Uh, I know. So, so thankfully, Charlie is a very, very patient man. And he has, uh, you know, given us an extra week and this giant monologue that he hasn't been able to speak through. But... <laughs> You know what? This is what we do, okay? This is what we do. You know, we got to build him up. We got to talk about, uh, you know, how awesome of a friend he is to us that he's willing to put up with all of our shit. So um, thanks for that, Charlie. Oh, it's no problem. And uh, thanks for, you know, taking the time uh, to talk to us about what a lot of people think is a very personal thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Top Toes and I. We, like, disclose entirely too much about our lives. Right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah. um, the the better than casual listener might remember Charlie from our uh, semi-live, recorded live in front of a no-studio audience uh, <laughs> anniversary party. Um, right. Really... And we've mentioned Charlie quite a bit. Like, he's, like, you know, part of the podcast now. I, I, I literally actually listened to the anniversary episode yesterday, just randomly. I watched it on YouTube, and I was just looking like, oh. Yeah, oh, you happened. watched it on YouTube? I did well, watch yeah. it on YouTube. So what's funny is because of the way I was cutting and just wanted, like, you know, I couldn't run the whole nine square thing. I had to, you know, bring up a person as they were sort of the center of the conversation. Right. And not always was I actually using the video that corresponded with the audio. So you kind of look like you're in a Japanese movie over again. <laughs> Listen. 
We're like, that boy, Charlie, his lips ain't moving, but he's talking. Yeah, I said that. I was like, man, I'm like, how did Top Toes edit this? But <laughs> yeah, everybody got the Kung Fu movie treatment. It right. was awesome. No, but I, I went to. We I went dubbed to, over you with yourself. <laughs> like, I went to go listen to it on Spotify, but then I was just thinking, actually, no, let me just watch it on YouTube because it was a lot of stuff that wasn't on the Spotify episode. Like, I believe it was when Top <laughs> when Top was saying, I think the uh, the subtitle of this is, oh, Top is gay. And I was like, he did say that. I remember <laughs> Top said that. And Top <laughs> was complimenting the mess out of me and Mr. Lift. But I'm totally here for it. It's okay. You know, so. <laughs> I know he kept talking about he was hitting on all the boys. <laughs> you know, sometimes the mood strikes me. What can I do? I mean, it's funny because you're such a, you know, manly man you know what i mean like you're such a like a hero and like you're just and everybody thinks i have this complete harem of all the women of instagram and uh you know right you're like our knight in shining armor most of the time so and then i have a few drinks and i hit on your husband yeah it's kind of funny to hear you say talk about somebody's cock or you know how cute (laughs) the boy is and yeah all right but you know what let's let's assume that no one's ever heard uh, an episode of our podcast before, like at all. Like somebody just happened to tune in and they're like, what's going on here? All right. So, so Top Toes um, is a nylon fetishist. He does, he does have a foot fetish, but he Mm -hmm. enjoys them wrapped in nylons. Right. And I, uh, I just, I fucking foot whore, <laughs> like uh, an attention whore. I just love people looking at my feet and feeling my feet, and um, my husband and I indulge uh, quite often. Charlie uh, comes into the picture uh, because he is a foot fetishist himself. Let's and... let Charlie speak for himself. I was about to say that. Shush. <laughs> just all go ham and be happy. Uh, I, I can't. We're no audio only this week. <laughs> uh, and he comes into the picture because uh, he's a fan of the podcast. And um, I'd like to say he's a fan of mine, but mostly he's a friend. So, Charlie, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself so that we, I, don't speak for you anymore? No, you're completely fine. Um, so... I am a musician. Um, I play drums. Um, I do play piano. I do dabble in vocals as well. So I sing a little bit and I'm learning the guitar next and then the bass guitar. So it's kind of like a never ending thing. I kind of want to be on this whole Prince thing because Prince played 27 instruments fluently. So I'm just trying to do that. Um, I'm in management. I actually manage a music store. I am a manager at Guitar Center. Um, I'm also a private music manager, so I do give um, music lessons privately um, as well. Um, I do some mentoring here and there, so there's that. Um, we want to be real. I'm kind of a boring guy. Um, I literally go to work, come home, and go to sleep and do the exact same thing the next day. But but don't we all? Yes. I was gonna say I think and, that most of us do that. <laughs> yeah, and I know um, 
I know I have spent way too much money in the drum room of a guitar center mm-hmm. um, or even up front getting stuff from my bass. I, uh, mm-hmm. I didn't take the giant circuitous route. I kind of stayed in the rhythm section, started as a drummer and moved to, to bass and right. then to vocals. But uh, yeah, I definitely respect you as a musician. The funny thing is, I don't know you as a as a foot fetish identity, as it were, because I'm not a girl. Like, I know you like some stuff on my page because I, um, you know, I post a lot of people, but mm-hmm. I don't interact with you in that way. And so when I'm looking at your social media, I'm seeing you as a musician. And I know Charlie, the, the I know Charlie on drums. Right. Um, I, right. I don't know a damn thing about Charlie the foot. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah. yeah, that's fun. That's really weird because usually it's the other way around, right? Like you know everything about their fetish, and you have no idea what they do in their in no. their vanilla life. But that is one thing that I wanted to bring up is that Charlie's uh, quote unquote vanilla page is his fetish page. Like, he doesn't have a vanilla page, right? Am I right, Charlie? Am I? Yeah, it's pretty much true. I don't really. Yeah. Yeah, like yes. this is literally like my only page. Like I'm literally looking at it on my laptop now. And I'm just like, man, there's like nothing foot related on here. There's a whole bunch of sneakers and a whole bunch of dress well photos. And yeah, yeah lately, right. Uh, I mean, because you're lately not... a little bit of um, kind of then it, I, I noticed some, some then and now you've done some um, kind of uh, self-improvement. And I know you did a little bit of a uh... weight loss. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um I love I I I love that about Charlie. I love that um you know he's open about his fetish. And, oh, absolutely because uh, as know, we talked about in our first episode, I came in everything everyone knows about me is basically what uh what the cool kids call the Finstagram. It was my fake Instagram page so that I could like and comment on all this foot fetish stuff without blowing the lid off my private personal identity yeah but right. charlie does that charlie just no charlie's like i don't have a finstagram like so okay so let's go there for a little bit right mm-hmm. so you're very public first of all let's what is your fetish let's talk about your fetish oh man <laughs> or or fetishes i was about to say it's uh <laughs> there is there's a few there's a few um but my main fetishes are um foot fetish nylon fetish um, and then if we want to get really, really in there, uh, you know, uh, ass fetish, breast, you know, usual stuff. Um, I'm not okay, really. Okay, well, we all know. I mean, we know you're a sexy guy, right? But outside of. <laughs> Thank you. Outside of the norm, like, what is mm-hmm. it that you're, like, obsessing over the majority of the time? The majority of the time, it is literally feet and ass. Well, excuse me, yeah, feet and nylons and ass and lips too. Surprisingly, hmm. yeah. So, so as a as a feet in nylon and ass guy, mm-hmm. are you? Um, do, would you have say you have a preference towards pantyhose with the nylons over the ass too, or no, not necessarily? Um, not necessarily. I think for me, if I do do pantyhose, if I request it, um, it's because I like the. 
I like like the aggression. Like if I'm like if me and somebody are like having sex and I tell them to wear them, I like the aggression because I get to rip them open and keep ripping them as you know, like as we're having sex, you know. But there's really like no preference unless I'm like in that mood to like be extremely aggressive. Then that's when I'm like, okay, yeah, get some pantyhose. But if you just say I have some thigh highs, then hey, that's completely fine with me. That will be just fine. So. So does everybody so, well let's go back let's go back right we every time we have a guest we ask their origin story and we just completely bypassed that with Charlie. Mm-hmm. So so tell us how did you figure out that you had these fetishes? Uh okay so the feet and stockings I found that out when I was like really young. And I think with most um especially most musicians um, who have like this kind of like fetish that I have because I know a couple who um, are just like me when it comes to that. Like the whole feet and stockings thing came from when you're like in church, you know? So you see that and you're just like, oh, okay. And then like you keep seeing it and you're like, okay, I don't, why is, why do I like this? And then like as I got older, I still never like really knew the name of it, but I just knew that I really liked feet and I knew I really liked stockings. So I'm saying, what is like the issue? And then one day, um, one day somebody told me, they were like, you know, you have a foot fetish. And I'm like, okay, what? Somebody told you, you have a foot fetish? (laughs) Yeah, because they caught, because they caught me looking. That's how they told me. And she was like, you know, you always seem to look. And I'm like, I don't know why. And she was like, you have a foot fetish. I'm like, oh, okay. How, how old were you? When I was like, happened? I was like 14, 13 or 14. Okay, right, yeah, so. the, right smack in the middle of the uncontrollable boners. Exactly. Because, <laughs> <laughs> and it's so crazy because I remember, I forgot where I was at, but I know that I was at a function and this was the same woman. I just know that she it was some function and I was like, kind of like sitting at a table that was like across from her table, but she had on like these clear heels and like these white nylons. And all of a sudden I'm just looking and I'm just like, huh. And I'm you're, just looking. You're at, you're at a function with strippers, clear heels and white nylons. I mean, that, no, that, that it looks w- like the strip club to me. I, I listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but, and I just kept looking and I just like kept looking. And then all of a sudden I'm like, why is my dick like hard right now? Um, this is. Well, you're 14 because you're alive. <laughs> listen, but it was. Because you're breathing. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, yeah, but it was just like, it just, it happened when I was like looking, I'm just like, okay. And I'm not talking like, you know, like looking at like maybe like some porn or something. Like we were just, I was literally just sitting there just staring. And then, you know, it just happened. And I'm just like, huh. And probably like a few months later is when she told me that. I said, okay. And at first I thought it was weird. I thought, it, well, people would think it was weird because I mean, come on. You know, like, why would you like feet and everything like that? And that's nasty, so on and so forth. And, you know, and um, I remember my very first, uh, my very first um, foot fetish interaction. And I told Annie about this and she was like, shut up. That didn't happen. I'm like, no, it definitely happened. I so, know. I was like, no, don't just make that up. No. All right. so, just make that up. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you because is this more than a five minute uh, story? Oh no, it's I can, it's very condensed. It's okay. very condensed. <laughs> so what happened was, um, what happened was I had this science teacher. I had a science teacher, um, and I remember, um, I forgot what happened, but um, basically, um, she used to like, always take off her shoes or whatever. And so one day I told her, that, I said, that is OSHA would have a field day that is bad lab etiquette. Listen, <laughs> being a former science major, I know right. you should be wearing work boots or something. Listen, so one day what happened? So I remember she was my homeroom teacher for my senior year. And I told her, I said, listen, um, I'm like, listen, I want to rub your feet. And she was like, no, you don't. I'm like, no, yeah, I do. And she looked at me. She says, Charles, I'm going to tell you like this. If you graduate, if you graduate, then once you graduate, I'll let you rub my feet. I said, okay, cool. You were, and, you were in the if you graduate? You, you had a teacher saying if? She was, jo- like, she was joking because she knew good and well that my grades were completely fine. But I said, okay. okay. I said, okay. So I graduated. She was waiting. She was waiting until you weren't her student anymore. That's, like, that's yeah, because that's, that's what it. That's what it sounds she like. She was not going to jail for you, but uh... <laughs> right. So I said, okay, that's fine. So I graduated, and so I came back. <laughs> I came back to check out the marching band because I was in band. So I went to go check out the marching band, and then I decided to roam the halls, and she was literally in her classroom. So I said, "Hey, Miss Lyon, what's going on?" And she said, hey, how are you? And I'm like, I'm good. Listen, I graduated, so what's up? Like, no. You, <laughs> like, I'm like, listen, like, look, I graduated. What's up? And she started acting dumbfounded. Like, oh, what are you talking about? I said, mm, remember you said, and I quote, and I quoted it back to her. And she said, fine. And I was like, okay, fine. So, you know, I, uh, I rubbed her feet and she... um. She looked at me and she said, Charles, you look like you want to suck my toes. I said, yeah, I do. I'm not even going to lie to you. And she legit was just like, go ahead. And I was like, you're serious? She was like, I'm dead serious. School's over. Why not? I said, okay. I just and, can't. Like, this is yeah. right. Like, all right. Is- all right. We- Miss Lyon from Charlie the Drummer's High School. <laughs> Call us. We want you on the show. I'm so done. <laughs> You I forgot mean, to use the insane. pseudonym for her, didn't you? This is an insane story. I mean, Listen, <laughs> and that lit that when I say that literally jumps everything, that literally jump started because I was about I was 19 when that happened. Jump, jump start that's like two paddles and fucking clear. Yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, really, you've like accomplished what you know men go their entire fucking lives without doing. I exactly, mean, I mean, it's like six sexual fantasies in one. I mean, like the teacher, teacher. The, the coming back to your high school thing. Okay, that's not a sexual fantasy, but you know, it's like. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. it sounds you, like it sounds like typical teacher porn, basically, is what you're saying. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, you, you absolutely. are six porn movies in one. Add a little dazed and confused because now you're sort of the Wooderson guy. The uh, I love those high school girls. I keep <laughs> the same age. You there? You are going back to your alma mater. Mm-hmm. Only one year later, but and uh, you know, going. Hey, I know what you said. I'm calling your your bluff. Oh my I god! Say, you're you're brave. You know what? If 
if I pitched this as a porn, I'd get laughed out of the studio. They'd be Absolutely. like, no. You'd be like, no, this no, is we, like, this we is make like... the cable guy movie and this is, this is too unbelievable for us. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, okay. Well, maybe, you know, these uh, fantasies and, and movies, they, they come from somewhere. I mean, yeah, they, they come, so... they're, they're hacking Charlie's emails or something. They have to. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to take a quick break and we'll get back to uh, more of Charlie's uh, fantasies come true or your fantasies come true with Charlie. And I got I got a few more questions for him and we'll be back in 30 seconds or less. All right. And we're back. So right before we left, Charlie was amazing us with his unbelievable story. And I think, Tom, you had a few questions you wanted to ask? I, I did. And they weren't necessarily about the um, unbelievable. And I do mean unbelievable, but I also do understand <laughs> that he's not coming on this show to bullshit us. Um, and we'll get no, into No, you know confirmed. what? In, and you know what, too? Um, he's We've talked about this a couple of times. And each time we've talked about it, the story is extremely consistent. And I find that when it's bullshit, it changes all the time. You oh, know? Absolutely. I can so, like, sniff yeah, bullshit I a mile away. I'm, no, I'm... I, I do believe that Charlie Charlie is this smooth and um, <laughs> was this smooth even back then. Um, he really actually, is. Actually, Charlie, no, the I, smoothest band geek in the world. Actually, no, I was pretty awkward back then. I was pretty awkward in high school. Smoothly oh, okay, awkward. So are, I was, well, I was to, to my well, experience, which is that the awkward band geek. Um, yeah, well, I mean, it was a smooth awkward, you know, like, it, it was a pretty smooth awkward. I know that's kind of like an oxymoron, but still, you know. You, you know, sometimes you just, like, trip over yourself and, mm-hmm. um, you know, still karate kick the guy in the head. I don't know. I, I lost the <laughs> metaphor there, but, you know. So I wanted to go back to um, your um, time of not quite realizing and then and then sort of the the afterthoughts on oh shit going back to oh I didn't realize that then but yeah that's why that so you're a music guy right I am and there there are a few accidental foot fetish icons in the music world and for our generation I'm going to make the assumption you're pretty close in age to me um, 1980s Tina Turner I, I Char, Charlie's younger, a lot younger, I think. I am. I'm so, yeah. So Charlie's music... a lot younger than me. So. Oh, and I apologize because then if I'm gonna say that you know, we're, I'm thinking you're at the same age, then that implies that I think you're kind of old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so 80s Tina Turner is, and, and the the dawn of music video is not necessarily part of your world. No. Because Tina Turner, especially if you ever saw her live, uh, she. She always wore like the either the fishnets over pantyhose or the like um, showgirl tights. You know the you yeah, know yeah. tights are the slightly sparkly, that really makes, tight, nude colored fishnets. It makes sense. You can kind of tailor that towards like Beyonce because Beyonce is literally okay, the exact Beyonce, same way. Yeah, yeah. And, well, but that's what I was gonna say. That most women that perform on stage they wear nylons and they wear the shiny kind of tight because but it Turner keeps everything together. Tina Turner wore some ridiculous heels and in her 50s, and God fucking bless her in her 50s and the 80s, <laughs> um, 
she could only really keep the, the heels on for maybe one to two songs tops. Mm-hmm. And that was part of her shtick. There was a point when the show amped up and she would toss the heels right. and do the rest yeah. of the show in her right. nylon feet. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we're going to fast forward into Shakira. Ever seen Shakira live? I have seen Shakira live. She's got shoes on for about the first number. Mm-hmm. Shakira's got some cute-ass fucking feet. Definitely. Wow, we've and, never talked and about she that. she knows how to move. I've had some... Um, not too far off the stage tickets for Shakira where I'm at a kind of a foot's eye view, a perfect, perfect tickets. Um, and then the younger crowd, they're all obsessed with Ariana Grande because she loves nylons and takes off her shoes like fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I just don't like her in general. So I don't. But hey, you know what? I it's don't not... have to hate her because I've literally never heard a song she's ever performed. I just know her from like images. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you've heard plenty of songs. They're so Whatever. She's the new Mariah Carey is what I say. Just much, much right. smaller. Anyway, okay. The, so, the, wait, the I, point I, being made, so wh- whichever icon we kind of base the, y- you get the idea. So who is uh-huh. your mus- musical foot fetish icon? Oh, man. Ah, uh, that's, uh, that's hard. That is so, very hard. No, so no he, music video pops into ask, your head right? like that? I'm sorry. What? Those things as a, as a fetishist, you just you always remember this performance or this music video. I remember there's a, a Pussycat Dolls song where somebody doesn't have their shoes on. You know, you, these things stick in your head. Or at least they do for me. So what I was going to ask with that when we were talking about Shakira's feet and shit was, you know, what Charlie? Do you have a type of foot that you like? Um, like, how do you determine how, like, what kind of feet turn you on or what kind of foot stuff turns you on? Uh, he's going to say you. <laughs> no, actually, <he's> not. Actually, <laughs> I'm just fucking. Actually, if we really want to be honest, it is a mix between any and Mrs. Wicked. Literally. Oh. <laughs> Literally. She's right now. I know she is. I told I, her I was recording. I, I, I told... don't even mean like when this airs. I mean, she's found a way to tap in and she's listening right now. <laughs> Because she was the one who told you, you know, told me five minutes ago before we started recording that, oh, yeah, you know, be nice to Charlie. I'm like, how the hell do you know he's going to be on the show? No, because we had a no, because we had a conversation before, like a few hours ago. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm recording. Let me tell you something. Right. And I know she's going to hear this. She's going to be like, what the fuck, bitch? Yeah. Like she's fucking stalker vibes that one. <laughs> she is, she... but it, I, but in the best way. I'm so oh, no, yeah, I fuck I absolutely love her. She's then, found some way to knows. tap my phone, and she's listening while we record this. <laughs> right? Hey, I'm totally here for it. Honestly, yeah, I'm, no, she is. I'm totally here for it. That's my girl. That is my girl, and so, um, I, you know, I'm, I will open all of the doors for her. To be absolutely involved in anything and everything that we do, she's amazing. She's my she girl. Is. We talk like I don't know three times a week, maybe on the we, phone. I probably oh talk to her more than you, Tom. We no, 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 not well. Like I, I've never actually had a phone conversation with her. So the closest is like uh, voice messages over DM. But oh god, we talk daily. Yeah, we do too via. Like via Instagram so, so messenger. Just, so this, this, between us here, the four of us, we just talk to each other all the time, all day long. <laughs> Aside from me, me and Charlie are not completing the circle yet. We need to complete the circle. Sure. 
circle. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Okay, so okay, so right, so, so then Charlie, he, he Charlie likes, has he likes a good soft, wide, meaty, and I hate to use that term because it just it sounds it's so it hard sounds bad, but it's... Charlie, I, I agree with you. I, I I definitely like a foot that's it's curvy and soft, mm-hmm. right, and short by proportion. I don't necessarily care what size it is, but. Mm-hmm wide to its length kind of proportion right. i'm right there with you right uh a lot of the brazilian girls a lot of the hispanic girls some uh oh god what is that uh, i hate the term p-a-w-g fat ass white girls but you know mm-hmm. if it fits you got to go with it um right yeah so i can definitely see where your where your taste is and i if you haven't paid attention to her feet i think shakira actually fits in there pretty well although she gets a little tendony because she's, you know, on her feet dancing constantly. Right. And mm-hmm. she's thin. She, at the end of she, the day, she's thin, you know. She's she, she's thin, but she's curvy. At least I don't actually I think she's curvier now that now that she's had the two kids, but even then, she was always hippie because she's a belly dancer. Right. And she's got kind of short, whitish feet, good base for a dancer. And all right, we're taking this over, and Charlie really hasn't finished answering the questions. Right, I know. I feel like I'm question number one. I've got like 20 left, and we're almost done here. He even <laughs> skipped my question into your question because he didn't have an answer. But I'm expecting you before the show ends to to come back and give me your like your one musician moment. Right, but maybe he hasn't thought of that. Maybe that's too you know. If okay, it's so, too esoteric, so here, so here, so here's Charlie, right? And so here's 19 year old Charlie. Uh, he's just like had the best uh, worship uh, moments of his life. Like he's worshipped his first foot, right? Well, yes, the best, mo- best worship he's... moment of his life to date at that point because it's the only one. But you know, right? It and is so like... wait, but he decides I uh, this is not my big secret. Like I'm going to be public about this. Like when did you decide that it was, you know, to be sort of open about your fetish? Um, because that's what it seems like. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. And it's crazy because I hid it. Like, I would hide it for, like, a for like a while. You know, like, I would kind of, you know, I kind of, like, wouldn't say anything. And then, like, as I got older, I came to the realization that, you know, it is what it is. A lot of people like what they like. So, you know, why not? So, I believe a relationship I got into three years later you know, we were texting and everything and I just asked her outright. I was like, do you have pretty feet? And she said, foot fetish much. And I said, yes, very much so. (laughs) You know? (laughs) I love it. Like, yeah, very much so. Like, and she said, I don't know, you tell me. She sent pics and it was, and she, like, she just accepted it because the one thing I've learned it almost became a challenge which is like a great way she's like foot fetish once you're like sure and she's like okay well you know you tell me and bam now she has to like defend herself by sending pics it was almost a right she wants she wants Charlie to like her feet yeah she's like how about this pose baby yeah (laughs) and and the crazy thing about it is she she never the per- the people who she dealt with before didn't like really have a foot fetish. So I was like her very first one, you know. And I remember, um, I remember when we had sex, and um, we were in the missionary position, and I legit like 
put her foot to my face and like worship the mess out of her foot. And she, when we got finished, she was laying on me and she looked at me. She was just like, I've never experienced that. And I love it. And she just got quiet and just laid there. And I was just, and I'm thinking now, this is the point that I would actually just like want to loop that audio over and over so that every (laughs) female listener could could hear that repeated because this is what we've been saying what we've been trying to tell people especially when we get to pop on to vanilla people's or other kinky people's podcast but non-food fetishists that you know Mm -hmm. oh my fucking god Every- yeah, you just and I and I say that too, right? Like I was briefly on that little uh, comedy podcast, right? And I challenged those men. I was like, "Look, you're in the missionary position. You're you're going at it. Bring the foot to your mouth and start sucking and licking." I mean, I don't know that anything never- bad could come from it. Like they're just gonna have a good feeling. I mean, assuming it's an open-minded person, because exactly if you're fucking with you know a closed-minded person, she's gonna go ah. And like make this big huge thing about it but exactly yeah, but, i mean if you're already in the girl she's already kind of in the zone and right. i have uh, during penetration or otherwise i have never put a foot to my mouth who didn't respond with some sort of positive right yummy noises yeah yummy noises yeah but yeah. the thing but the thing about her was the fact that it wasn't like it wasn't like just sex because then I think after that happened, like a few weeks later, we were literally, I forgot where we were. We were out eating somewhere. I think we were at Olive Garden or something like that. And we were just eating. And she was wow, just like. Charlie, Charlie, I didn't realize you were that white. You know, every now and then, you know. Every now and then you got to go for the unlimited. You, I mean, hey, hey, hey. That is the whitest I restaurant in America. Olive Garden. Hey, listen, them bread, the breadsticks in the soup, they do yes. taste really good. They get that oh gnocchi soup well, with the yes. breadsticks. That's we're it. not going to we're not going to necessarily reveal where Charlie's from. Uh, we and he's established as being in Texas, so we know that she doesn't have good Italian food. But um, you, yeah, you're in the north. You're, you're being a little bitch right now. Oh yeah, oh, I'm, I'm, and I'm I'm Irish, so I know I don't understand cuisine. But um, you know, I'm in the northeast, and I'm not too far from New York City, and so Olive Garden. When you're here. You're here. It's food. I, I do, no, I do have excellent Italian places here, but I got to give it up to Olive Garden and their breadsticks and their gnocchi soup is amazing. You know what, Charlie? When you and I meet, we're going to go to Olive Garden, okay? That's totally. going to be your date. I'm totally here for it. <laughs> right. And I'm going to message Tom and, you, and just be like, hey, you call Olive you Garden. call me and Q and we'll laugh at you from the oldest pizzeria in America. Okay, and then Charlie will laugh at you because my feet are on his lap while we're eating breadsticks. So I don't know who, who's going to win there. I have to find me, my Charlie, mouth over tortellini. So... <laughs> All right, so let's get Charlie. He was in the middle anyway. of a story, Rude. But yeah, so anyway, <laughs> I was at Olive Garden on a budget top. <laughs> I was on a budget, you know, where I was working at, I wasn't making what I make now. So yes, that was the, that was the go-to. So we were at Olive Garden and we were literally just sitting there and we were just talking. And then it got quiet. She was like, "So your foot fetish?" I said, "Yeah, what about it?" You know, she was like, "I like it, you know." 
And I was like, cool, cool, cool. And then out of nowhere, she says, yeah, I've been doing research on foot porn, so I know how we can incorporate that in the bedroom. And I dropped my spoon in my soup. I was like, oh, you did research. Okay. That's a girl, right? That's my girl right there. All right. I I'm going to stand a bit corrected because apparently the unlimited soup selling breadsticks makes the shoes drop. Eat it, top. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know. Wrong all this time, buddy. I didn't know. (laughs) But yeah, she um, and that's when like literally, like literally, it was just that's just how our relationship was. You know, we you know we had a great time together. You know, we would go out on dates, and then like she would just randomly. You know, I would be at her house and we would watch a movie. She would just randomly just look over and be like, hey, do you want a foot job? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Why so not? You're, so you're a foot job kind of guy. You you do enjoy the foot job. I do. However, um, I kind of feel like I'm with Top because I did listen to that episode. I cannot, like, I don't think I can orgasm off of that. I've tried it. No. Off of a foot job? No, I can't. Oh, okay. So that is. Well, then that you're is not the... a foot foot job guy. Well, well no, I enjoy it's... getting them, but I know it's that great foreplay. It's exactly not necessarily how we want to nut. You know, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm... with me, um, what what are we calling him, Mister Any, Mister Lift, Bottom Drawer? <laughs> I... Which is my husband. My husband. Your husband's with <laughs> us. It is the official male position of this podcast that the foot job is wonderful as a prelude, not yeah. as the finishing act. No, yeah, but I'm, you know, there's whoa. a ton of men, a ton of men that pay really good money specifically to get foot jobs, this which leads true. us into, you know, let's get into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Let's get into um, your role in the foot community. Right. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. I the reason that we're friends, right, is mm-hmm. other than your cool ass people, right, right, is because we're both in this community. If we were not in this community, we probably wouldn't be such good friends. This is um, true. <clears throat> but well, that's because you don't have the appreciation for percussion that I do. I, yeah, you know, uh, drummer boys are hot. That's as far as it goes for me. I don't really know the, you know. But um, so, so when did you find the foot community? Like, tell us about that a little bit. I was randomly on Instagram back in 2000 and I believe it was 14. Oh, wow. He's ahead yeah. of us. He's a yeah. ahead of me. Yeah, I was, it was about 2014 and I started noticing, um, you know, I noticed that, you know, people were like making pages and I said, huh, this is really, and literally that's just how I just got into it. In fact, my ex who I just told you about, she had a page. Oh. Had. Okay. Yeah, she had, had a page. Yeah. Was she, was she already your ex or was she like with you? No. You found she, out that she... No, she, no. I talked her into making the page. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's well, you, always you... how it starts. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So then um, I know that you and I have talked about um, your sessions in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, is that something that you do regularly or like, tell us about that a little bit. Um, I don't, I don't really, um, session on the regular, like most guys I see do, 
you know, I know that some models who I do follow, they have their quote unquote regulars. I'm not in, I think I was a regular with one person, but that's kind of been going awry lately. So I don't really do it as often. Plus my schedule with work won't allow me to do it as often as I would like to, or as I've done before. Um, So I haven't really, I'm not really into like, go ahead. So if there's a, you know, foot lover out there, who's been admiring a a, a fetish model for some time. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what is it? What does he do? Like what's, what kind of advice can you give him as to how, how to do it, what to do, how it well, works? Well, the first thing I would say is always do your research because any, I've noticed that any questions that you need answered is literally in the bio of the models page. Right. Literally. So yeah. If they so say you know you're one of those that actually reads the, the bios, yes. right? Exactly. <laughs> Whatever social media you're on, read the model's bio before you reach out to them for, for any reason. Exactly. Right. Actually, forget model, person, because so many people try to reach out to me for things and uh, don't read mine. So right, yeah. right. Before, you so... Hit, before you hit direct message or private message, read the bio. Exactly. That's what I always say. Read the okay. bio. So it, you've read the bio. You mm-hmm. kind of like the person. Like, what's your next step? Next step is, okay, so if the bio says that they do offer sessions, while also in the bio, kind of read where they're based out of. Okay, so now that you find out where they're based out of, then start the message. However, don't start the message in a very... Hey, I see you offer sessions, so what's up? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> like me personally, me personally, um, I'm always I always like to be respectful. So whether I'm reaching out for if you're offering sessions, if you do custom videos, if you do custom photos, um, photo sets, what have you. Hello, excuse me, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing well. I was wondering if you know. And then you state your business. Exactly. Exactly. Like most of the time I've come to the realization that, you know, most of these models don't like small talk. They're just strictly, hey, listen, state what you're here for. Let's get the business out the way. Here's your product. Thank you for purchasing. Have a great day. Hit me up when you're ready to get something else. And there's and, nothing. But most of us don't mind the small talk. Exactly. What we mind is the, 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 the small district. talk with the guy trying to take advantage that that, that we're yeah. on the other end. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You got you got the models who don't want a message that starts with "Hey, hi" or "Nice tits." Mm-hmm. Um, right. But you don't want to. You don't. Wanna I don't jump in hard, and you don't want to dance around it too long. You got to find that perfect happy medium. Yeah, exactly. I don't mind the you're... greeting, right? I don't mind the greeting, like "Hi," like introduce yourself. I don't mind the greeting. I don't mind a compliment, you know, that always helps, you know, butter people up. So I don't mind a compliment. And then like, this is what I want, you know, can you do that? Do you do that? You know, whatever. Exactly. Um, Be direct. Don't be an asshole. Um, You know, and don't try to get it to sip. (laughs) What What's the number? Is it eight eight, eight DMs? Eight DMs to a sticky belly. Yeah. Right. (laughs) You know. Right. You got to be before the eighth PM before you've really made the proposition if it has to do with business. Right. I remember my, I literally remember my first set that 
Annie actually did for me a couple of years ago. I reached out to her email and, you know, I greeted her. I gave her a compliment. I asked her if she had said, said clothing. She says, yes. I said, okay, well, you know, do you offer this? And she said, yes. Okay. So how much would it be? And what is your method of payment? You know? God, I don't remember. I mean, I remember stuff that I've done for you because, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got that, you've got that Charlie folder. Um, I do. (laughs) But I don't remember like the actual way that we interacted. I hope I wasn't a bitch to you. (laughs) No, you weren't. No, you weren't. It was first, it was, it was strictly through Gmail at first. And then, you know, it moved over to, you know, Instagram and now Twitter Honestly, that's safer. Gmail's yeah. not Gmail's not sniffing your your emails to find out if you're violating the TOS about things. So, exactly. Yeah. You know, and honestly, I think a lot of people in the scene um, respond better if you send them an email. Mm-hmm. It proves that you read their profile, right? And um, it proves that Zuckerberg isn't sniffing around and finding reasons to delete people. Exactly. Well, and for me, actually, what it says is, um, I'm not here to waste my time or yours. Right. You know, that's what Because that an email is one sided. It, it, right. it, it has to get to the, it's not one sided, but, you know, the initial request has, the initial email has to get to the point. Otherwise, it's going to get ignored. Unlike right. DM, Charlie's not going to send you an email that says hi and wait for you to reply. Yeah. Because, I mean, first right. of all, if you work in an environment, you have to literally look and send emails all the time like I do or like any probably does I'm not going to sit there yeah yeah like I'm not about to sit here and respond back to an email you have my social media you can reach out through my social media so yeah that's just what that is yeah um so um so you purchased so you're you're you you know one of the things that every all the all the foot fetish models say about Charlie is that you know you're extremely supportive Mm-hmm. Um, but I also know that when you stick up for us and you defend us, um, or we, or when I put, po- even when I post like a thank you, because you've sent me, you know, um, a cup of coffee or breakfast or something like that, just because, mm-hmm. you know, you're a kind person and we get along great. Um, someone always has something to say, like mm-hmm. I will inevitably get a message that is calling you some type of name or trying to put you down. And I know to ignore those messages because the majority of the time they're just jealous that you have my attention mm-hmm. and they don't, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so to these guys, the guys that are like, Oh, you're a fucking, du- you're a fucking dummy or you're a simp or you're whatever, or you're a beta male or whatever they want to say to anyone mm-hmm. that supports us at this level. What do you have to say to them? Like what, I mean, what makes, I mean, the way I look at it, um, the way I look at it is, you know, I, I and I I see like I literally see the mess or when any when you post like your screenshots of guys and what they you know things that they say and what they do to kind of like get you know like free content, you know, and I'm just like okay, so you're calling me like a simple or whatever because you know I sent I sent you something to get some coffee. Or I sent you something to get breakfast. First and foremost, you're not the only like person. Like if we're talking, if we're talking my vanilla life, 
there are times when I will send some of my other friends like, hey, yo, listen, breakfast on me, lunch on me, dinner on me, you know, something like that. But I guess to them, they're going to look at it as like simp behavior. Like, oh, he's just trying to, oh, he's just trying to butter her up. And I'm sitting here looking like, yeah, I can butter her up. And I have a whole album full of 190 something pictures sitting in my iCloud right now that she made for me. Not and that's also not to mention I have this app called Photo Vault that still has even more pictures from before she made this album. And yet you're still trying to get you're doing what you can or whatever you can do to try and get something free. It's like, oh, can I just get a preview? Can I get like a 20 second preview? And I'm sitting here looking like, well, dude, I have like a whole five minute video. I have a whole eight minute video. I have a whole 10 minute video. And you're sitting here right. begging for 20 right. seconds. But who's, yeah, but who's, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. So. Yeah. Meanwhile, you, meanwhile, there we are, um, you know, doing live shows and Skyping or, you know, video exactly. chatting or whatever. So, yeah. Who's and, even, really... and even when you revealed that to me, you were like, yeah, I don't video chat with everyone. I was like, oh. I don't. That was a no. birthday gift. She's never video chatted with me. <laughs> well, top. I don't know what to tell you, man. Maybe it's the beard, the nose ring. I don't know which one it is. Tell me. I, I think uh, I think Annie and I have a relationship that just transcends all things at this point. Not yeah, but you know what? Too, you've never asked if we wanted to video chat with you. So. True enough. Well, you can tell me uh, if you ever wanted to video chat with me after we take a quick break here. And we'll be back in uh, 30 seconds or less. And we're back. And so before we took the break, you were, um, you were talking about how great it is or, you know, how, how it's been worth your while to be a patron, if I can use that term of Annie's. Of course. Um, but what about when you're dealing with somebody who's just not as good as she is? Um, <laughs> and I'm not talking about quality of feet or quality of content. I'm talking about quality of humanity. You know, it, it's, it, it's kind of, I don't even know what word to even use for it, but it, it's pretty much just, wow. That's all you can say, you know, um, you know, me and we had a conversation and she said, you know, who are your favorite models? And I said, you know, to get um, to get content from is you and Mrs. Wicked because they're very consistent. I've never had to worry about getting what I paid for or what was, you know, gifted to me or what have you. You know, um, I never have to worry about that. I don't have to stay on top of you know, like, where's my stuff? I, I never have to do that with them. No. You know, um, the term I that have... gets thrown around a lot is scammer, and it gets thrown yes. around on both sides of the equation. Mm-hmm. There are guys who are time wasters, there are guys who are just trying to talk to women to get off and never purchase anything, and there are guys who will make the purchases and then, like, mm-hmm. go around, go ahead and reverse the charges. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, there's the same in the the female side of the equation. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So I, there's something that I used to do um, 
uh, before. If I heard of somebody getting scammed, um, I would reach out to them and ask them like, hey, like, I'm really sorry that this happened to you. Like, here's a free video or can I get you some pictures or whatever mm -hmm. to kind of compensate for that ugly feeling. Right. Um, now, I kind of stopped a little bit because, you know, once people caught on, then all of a sudden everybody's getting scammed and everybody wants, you know, freebies. Right. But, <laughs> um, but I know that uh, it, God, it pisses me off so much. I think it upsets me more when the men get ripped off than when the women get ripped off, when the when the models get ripped off, because um, I feel like we we have a reputation that we have to uphold. Mm -hmm. And it. Like if you if they scam this one person, can you imagine how many other men out there they've scammed? And then, you know, it just it just makes us all look really bad. And then just it just ruins the trust between people mm -hmm. among people. So um, I'm going to vouch for Charlie and say that um, Charlie's on the up and up. If anybody ever asks whether they should session with him, you know, because we, you know, refer people. Um, I'm going to say absolutely without a doubt. And when and if I decide to start sessioning, if it ever happens, not that I plan to, um, Charlie would definitely be like my top guy. So, um, yeah. And I, and I think that that's what's so awesome about our relationship is because Charlie feels the same about me, you know, mm -hmm. I, but, but um, has it, it happened to you where, you know, a kind of popular without saying any names mm -hmm. or maybe you should, I don't know. No, no, we've made uh, the rule. I'm not going to. <laughs> we um, name names in the positive. We tell stories without names in the negative. Um, if gotta... But if you, but you know, um, has it happened to you where somebody's like just flat out ripped you off and not given you what you've paid for? It, it has happened or it's that's happened or they've taken an extremely long time to deliver what I paid for. Um, there was one model I dealt with um, for my birthday back in 2017. And I originally, um, anytime like my birthday comes up, I'm always, I always reach out to some of my favorite models. Like, Hey, listen, you know, can I purchase this? This is this is a birthday gift to myself sort of kind of thing. And I was originally going to go with one model, but I saw that she sessioned, well, she was like doing double sessions with this other model. So I said, okay, let me, let me try her out. Let me see, because apparently she comes recommended. Cool. So I messaged her. I said, Hey, listen, you know, I want a birthday video. Um, I want to know, do you have white nylon? And he knows that's like my top color period <laughs> um, yes, he loves white. so i was like do you have white nylons and then um you know if you do can you do a video can you tell me how much it is for a certain amount of time so on and so forth you know we talk details and everything and so i sent my money and everything like that right cool now this is october 2017 i literally did not get that video until january 2018 wow that's, exactly. that's a long time if you've already paid for it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. I can tell you, I, you know, I keep Charlie waiting sometimes. I do. But it's always stuff like that I'm kind of like I've committed to doing like kind of on my own. Mm -hmm. um, and then and that's why I don't take too many customs. Right. Because I just can't find yeah. the privacy to do it. Right. And, um, and I know as, a, but as I an occasional videographer, 
sometimes it just like it doesn't happen but yeah shit just happens right you're supposed to film outside and then it fucking rains or something i mean right. shit just happens yeah the difference um, is not not anytime i've been late to promise it's never been with somebody with money out of their pocket yet exactly and the thing with that is me i'm i'm big i am huge on communication whether i'm purchasing something um, from you, whether it's in a friendship, whether it's in uh, a romantic relationship, I always tell people like, hey, listen, I'm doing communication. So if something is going on, tell me that something is going on or just let right. me know what's happening. Absolutely. You know, yeah. um, so you just know. ignore me for months on end or whatever. Like, just let me know what's happening. Exactly. And that the debt, the due date has changed or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So what I do when I'm, when I'm, um, when I've committed to something and I can't, I haven't, or I'm not able to keep the deadline, I offer their money back. So I give them a choice. It's their choice, right? Like, look, I'm going to be two weeks late. There's, I just can't do it. It's unavoidable. I'm not going to get to it. Do you want a refund or do you want to wait? You know? But I think, or whatever. but I think with me and your relationship though is the fact that you know that I'm just like it's fine, like it's completely fine, like because I know, you know, I know what you have going on outside of what you post, like feet related, you right. know. So I know that you have a full time job. I know that you're married. I know you have kids. You have pets. So that's why I'm. <laughs> that's why I'm never really, you know never really just i'm not gonna just flat out be like hey like where's my video like what's going on what's what's the hold up you know because i know now to the untrained person who doesn't really know you like that maybe flack so i was giving her flack i was literally messaging on instagram whatsapp twitter and there was like literally no response so i remember the night before i went to la because i was going to la for a weekend and literally the night before, she messages me like, hey, your custom's going to be ready. At that point, I was like. Who I, cares? Like, exactly. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. So I was like, whatever. And then when she sent the video, you know, it wasn't. It, just, it was just it was I'm just going to be honest. It was trash. And I've noticed that with a lot of models is that, you know with some models, they have no issue when you, you know, when you say, hey, listen, I'm interested in this. Can you provide that? Yes, it's going to be this much. Okay. I'm cash app ready, Venmo ready, whatever form of payment you take. Then I send money and then all of a sudden you were so quick to respond to the initial business setup. But then once once I've sent in my funds or whatever, then all of a sudden you're like slow, no communication, you know, and I feel like sometimes um, models can take nice guys like their kindness for weakness to a point right. where they feel like they can literally just BS around for months on end. And then when they're ready to, they give you some shoddy video, you know, of what you didn't that, ask for. Exactly. <laughs> Here's something that, that I've felt for a long time and has maybe put me in a position where I don't feel like I want to spend money on anything because I do feel like for a lot of women out there in the scene your willingness to spend money translates to submissiveness to them automatically. exactly exactly yes yeah and it sucks because 
the way I look at it is, first of all, like this isn't like this isn't like that. I'm literally like your feet, and I would like to, you know, get a picture yeah. set, get a video from you. What yeah, and let, you. let me say that whether whether your client is submissive or not, you shouldn't try to rip them off. Still, right, still respect, material. absolutely. Still, exactly. still maintain that well, level of integrity. It's integrity. So, so, it, so it's a, it's a two-level of betrayal in that, one, because you're willing to spend money, they just assume you're submissive or a simp, as we've mm-hmm. said. Right. And two, that they also think that because they think you're submissive, that they think you're okay with them throwing whatever trash material at you they feel like. Exactly. And it's, and it's, it's really bad. You know, I've come across, you know, models where, you know, I will, I will ask for my money back. Like, Hey, I want my money back. And they'll be like, no, your, your customs coming. And then that's just like, okay, so you must need, well, I'm not going to say you must need this money more than I did. However, you know, now all of a sudden that I'm threatening to either a, get somebody involved because it looks like you pretty much stole my money. You know, um, when I'm saying I want my money back now, all of a sudden you're, Oh, I'm about to make a custom right now. And it's like, okay, well, where were you a few weeks ago? I asked mm-hmm. you what your turnaround time was. You said your turnaround time was 28 to 48 hours. This is the longest 24 to 48 hours I've ever been in. So <laughs> yeah. What, what are we on <laughs> Jupiter where the, where the, planet rotates a lot slower what's (laughs) something because you know and then they'll give you a custom and then like the custom isn't what you asked for like anybody who knows me um whenever i do ask for any kind of like content photos video in fact i'll use any for an example any knows that when she makes a video for me i'm real I am very particular when I say do not take the nylons off in the video. Literally, that's literally like my only stipulation, you know, just, you know, talk however you're going to talk, say my name, but don't take the nylons off. And one model I dealt with within like the first 30 seconds of the video, the nylons came off and I was like, no, this isn't, this is not enjoyable. This is you're like you're not listening. Like it wasn't, en- yeah, it wasn't in, enjoyable. In the first three minutes of the episode, and he referred to me as a nylon fetishist first and a foot fetishist second, and I think, I think she's got it backwards for the two of us. Right. So yeah, okay. So so top is a foot fetishist first and a nylon fetishist second, but Charlie is a nylon fetishist first and a foot fetish fetishist second. That, but, that's what I'm kind of gleaning from this, yeah. from his preferences in, in uh, custom videos, at the very least. Yeah, like that's literally, you know, what it is. You know, like well, don't. Well, not to say that, not to say that Charlie can't enjoy bare feet, right? Nobody's saying that. I mean, no, yeah, that's just very that when true. When it comes to his porn, when it comes to his videos, he wants the nylon. And when it comes to negotiating with somebody, that's a one sentence. It. it it's pretty clear. It doesn't seem to be something that Charlie is stating ambiguously. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's very, very specific about that. So right. it's, it's not a vague or esoteric concept. It's really not. And, and yeah, uh, it is unfortunate that there are, you know, and I think where, where I stand as a sort of 
producer promoter kind of place in the community i definitely hear the women's complaints more but, right right yeah you don't hear the, the men you know, complaining too much but i think for i don't know if it's one to one but definitely we have to acknowledge if there are guys taking advantage of women and guys wasting women's time there are women taking advantage of guys and women taking advantage uh, wasting guys times and yeah yeah. Both sides of it need to stop. Right. Yeah, because, because Charlie right. could have could have used that money and ordered from someone else and had a vi- his video already. Exactly. So you know, yeah. and that's just what it is. You know, some models you can session with them one time, and they that you are obligated to do things for them outside the session. There was another model who I had the chance to session with, um, who I won't say names, but. Um, the session went, the session went great, you know, and then after that, you know, so one thing about me is I, um, whenever like I order like any kind of like custom video, custom photos or what have you, and you will tell you, you know, you can give me a regular rate, but I'm always going to pay over the rate. I kind of look at it as like a restaurant. You feel what I'm saying? Like you're providing me the service. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So the initial amount that you gave me is for the services that you provided. And then because I say, Hey, I really support what you do. Here's something extra on top of that, you know? And I feel like most models, they look at it as, okay, well, let me see what I can get out of this guy. And this person or this model would just randomly hit me on like random days and be like, Oh, dinner, brunch or whatever. And I'm just like, what is really happening right now? Uh, Yeah. It goes back to, um, I'm willing to pay for services rendered. This is make me your sub, but it's funny right. because you, you're talking about, you know, here's what you're charging me, and here's what I'm going to give you, plus, including a sort of tip. Mm-hmm. And the models that I find to be my closest are that way to their customers, where you know, especially the ones who deal in worn items. You make a negotiation for what a pair of pantyhose costs. And the people I surround myself with mm-hmm. will send you those pantyhose. And then as their gratuity to you also send you a couple photos of them wearing them. It, j- it seems to be almost. Right. Or even a pair of socks uh, or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. worn item. But, you know, you negotiate something for a worn item. Most of the people I know will also throw in a few pictures. Right. If and- I make people wait, uh, like if I've had an issue with my deadlines. I I will when I finally get to the video I will add a few extra minutes to the video. Right. Yeah. So yeah. And I think I think, I think you know it goes it goes up not round down. It boils yeah. down to I think being a decent human, just mm-hmm. a human being and just yeah. c- common courtesy, you right. know. You no, know, and I I just hate to to get to the point that um you know, we're looking at people in our community not being decent human beings and i know we we struggled to look at news articles and like so many of them were news articles about people who were not had the fetish and were not being decent human beings and we we opted not to you know not to bring those news articles to our listeners right um so i want to try to turn this around i i know we wanted to talk about experiences with you know good bad and ugly but i'd like to you know as we round out this episode try to bring it back to something uh 
something positive. Um, mm-hmm. I want to know what's in Charlie's kink bag. Th- there's a good positive one. Yeah. Hmm. What's in my kink bag? <laughs> Whether that be literal or figurative, um, for for those of us you know who who play with toys, that your kink bag is a literal item that has literal things in it. Um. Let's say you're, let's say you're having, um, you know, like it's fucking your anniversary with somebody or Valentine's day or something like that, or a birthday. Let's say you're Mm -hmm. celebrating your birthday and Mm -hmm. you either want a session or you're having, you know, sex with someone you're in a relationship. What are we bringing? Like we're bringing whips and chains, oils and feathers. Like what are we doing? That's funny. <laughs> um, usually, that is just kind of crappy once they're oily. They yeah. Uh, for me, it usually just depends on what the mood is. Most of the time, for me, it's um. We're bringing you know, nylons, of course. For sure. That's for okay. sure. Um, um, I am like really into like bondage and stuff like that. So, like handcuffs. Um, I don't really have like. I don't really have, well, some people say, do you have limits? I say, yeah. Like anytime you're like, like a little pain is cool, but if you're like, like full fledged, like trying to whoop my ass, I'm just like, yeah, no, that's, that's a no for me. We're not, we're not going to do that. Um, but I think, I think that's that we all feel that way on yeah. this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, but, um, I always use the, uh, the, the, the standard of hurt, not harm. Right, pain is good. Don't need to be bruised or bleeding or. Mm-hmm. All right, a little pain, like I like a little hair pulling, a little biting, a little spanking, but definitely not like whooping. Not no ass whoopings, please. Exactly. <laughs> um. So there's that. Um. It it gets really surprising when people hear how open I am while still being able to maintain. Um, how secure and comfortable I am in my masculinity and sexuality. So whenever I say, yeah, toys in the bedroom are fine. And in fact, it was this one girl who I, um, who I currently am getting to know and everything. And we were just, you know, we were talking and she asked me, she said, Hey, uh, how do you feel about toys in the bedroom? I said, yeah, I'm with it. She was like, so does that mean like you want to use them on me or I can use them on you? I'm like, it's a two way street here. Right. And she got, yeah. And she got quiet. And she was, and she was like, "Are you like, are you straight?" I'm like, "Yes." Right. She was, and then that's yeah. when she was like, "So wait, so you mean to tell me that I could literally like stick some, like stick a toy like in your ass and like jack you off?" I'm like, "Yes, you can. I have no You're issue like, with yes, that." Please. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I have no issue with that, you know. And she said, you know, it's a breath of fresh air to know that a man can be so secure and comfortable in his masculinity and sexuality and still not be afraid to say, Hey, listen. Yeah. Because one thing I've learned with that is first of all, that is like one of the best orgasms a guy can actually have. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, At least, and, you know, from what I understand and <laughs> from, and for, from experience for me. So it's like, you know, while you're sitting here being so closed minded, that's the one thing I used to hate about working at my previous job was people were so close-minded and I could never have like a full-fledged like conversation 
like around stuff like that because oh no like it's gay if you know you're getting hit or like you're getting hit and a girl like sticks like her tongue in the part underneath your balls and then goes low while she's jacking you off and i'm like dude like that feels freaking amazing yeah, I'm right, and I can tell that your sex life is very boring. Yeah. <laughs> also, you're slightly confused if you're describing any sex act with a girl and calling it gay. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and as we all know, I know gay. <laughs> <I'm> so good. <laughs> you but, know, but it's not. It's not that it's a bad thing. It's just like they're I classifying you. They're putting you in a box that you don't belong to into be, just because of your your enjoyment of certain things. So, the, and that's why I tell them. I said, you know, get like go outside the box. I told one of my old coworkers, you know, because we had a whole conversation about like my foot fetish, and I was like, yeah, I suck toes during sex, and I just suck them just because I can. You know, especially if I'm paying for your pedicure, yes, you know. And they're like, I don't know how you do it. I can't do it. And the guy who was married comes to me privately and says, does that really work? And I told him, I said, listen, the next time you and your wife are having sex, just listen. This is all you got to do. Sex and you're in a missionary position. I'm like, put her foot to your face, suck her toes, lick the soles of her feet, bite, like kind of nibble on the ball and in the arch. And I guarantee you, I'm like, just watch what happens and then come back tomorrow and tell me what happens. He comes back the next day and he's like, yeah, I've never seen my wife come that hard before. I'm like, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, exactly, dude. I'm like, I've been doing this for years, okay? So Good for him. Exactly. For you. <laughs> you know, so that's why I'm... So when it comes to my kink bag, you know, literally, there's... There's literally so much in it. Literally. You know, so, so a little bit of everything, a little bit of everything, you know, yeah, nylons, like yeah, nylons, handcuffs, ropes, uh, heels, toys, you know, all of that. I'm like, I'm totally with it, you Let's know, try it all. Yeah, I love exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So, Charlie, you have been a breath of fresh air. I love it when we have open-minded, sexy, kinky people on the podcast. Uh, it really helps us to um, validate everyone that listens that isn't quite there yet, you know, at this level. Mm-hmm. Um, we can be uh, sexy and keep it, you know, positive and still be alpha males. <laughs> yeah, of course. With our kinks. So, um, yeah. And there's, you know, um, definitely no problem with paying for what you want, buying what you want, um, and loving your fetish. So, of course. So, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, definitely. It's been great to get to know you because, like I said, I didn't know you from your fetish side whatsoever mm-hmm. that that's been uh eye-opening and fantastic and uh i will still enjoy you as the musician that i have the utmost appreciation for mm-hmm. yeah but then how much better is it to know that he loves nylons just as much as you do <laughs> you know? if not more i don't even know <laughs> i don't know but you know all right we're gonna and... have to figure out if there's a correlation between kink and musician Charlie, before we go, well, I think the open-mindedness, that that's 
part of being like artists are generally like that. So I think yeah. that definitely has something to do with it. But Charlie, how can how can people get a hold of you if they want to? Now um, this doesn't mean like ladies, this doesn't mean bombard Charlie with a million uh what's the word I'm looking for top oh, um, God. Yeah. Solicitations. No, but if if people want to find you in the social media realm and you want to be found, where would you want to be found? Um, you can find me on Instagram at Charlie underscore G underscore drums. You can also find me on Twitter um, at Charlie G underscore drums. And that G has to be capitalized. Um, and then uh, Facebook, you if you choose to deal with Facebook, that's fine. Um, you can find me on Facebook mm-hmm. under uh, Charles Gibbons, S-G-I-B like Victor, E in like Nancy, S like Sam. So those are my three uh, my three main ways that you can get in contact with me until we establish any kind of relationship where you can then have my personal cell number. But until then, those are like the only like can those we, are the three ways that you can, can get in contact with me. Can we also um, plug in your YouTube channel? Yes, you can. Um, the YouTube channel which I do need to add some stuff to it. Thank you for saying that. Um, the YouTube channel, you can actually find that at um, youtube.com slash drummer givens and drummer givens. It's all together. Um, so you can find that as well. So those are the main ways that you can watch videos like my posts whatever fashion i post or drum videos i post or what have you um beard care all of that you can definitely get a hold of me on any one of those handles and yeah i look forward to you know connecting with people in case your pen hand wasn't fast enough go to oh those toes.teamtoptoes.com click on the show links and we'll have direct links to make you one click away from charlie right right Charlie, it's been an absolute pleasure. We thank Definitely. you for being here. Um, we're running a little longer than usual, which is always a good <laughs> time. <to be> <laughs> yeah, um, it is. I mean, really, we could have talked for a whole other hour, but we, we really got to let Charlie get back to his life. We do. So, Charlie, hey. we thank you. Hey, I'm down. Hey, I'm down. I'm down. Uh, I'm down for a part two. I'm just gonna say it like that. I'm totally <laughs> yeah, down for we'll, a part we'll two. Yeah, we definitely need to bring you back with all the stuff that we didn't even get to cover. So for sure. But thank you, listeners. Of course, and especially those of you who are actually listening now, not the ones who like leave us after a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you masturbating to our voices right now, as always, you're welcome. <laughs>